Thanks to Calm, the number one mental wellness app for supporting the productivity show. Improve your focus with Calm's curated music tracks and drift off to dreamland with Calm's imaginative sleep stories. Go to calm.com slash TPS. For a limited time, get 40% off your Calm premium subscription with hundreds of hours of programming, unlimited access to Calm's entire library, and new content is added every week. Thanks to Indeed for supporting the Productivity Show. Indeed makes it easy to connect with your applicants. No need to install anything extra. Indeed's virtual interviews work from your browser. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com TPS. We'd also like to thank Avast for supporting the Productivity Show. Avast's new all-in-one solution, Avast One, helps you take control of your safety and privacy online through a range of features. Learn more about Avast One at avast.com. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Productivity Show, a podcast where we believe that you can get the important things done without having to sacrifice your health, family, and things that matter to you. My name is Tan. I'm the founder and CEO of Asian Efficiency, where we help people become more productive at work and in life. And today I'm joined by my co-host, Brooks Duncan. How are you today, Brooks? I'm great. It's a rare sunny spring day here in Vancouver, so uh, I'm in a good mood. Sunny spring day. Well, speaking of spring, we're going to be talking about spring cleaning today, and specifically if you live in the northern hemisphere here. Uh, I know it's springtime around here, so we thought it'd be fun to kind of check in with our schedule, our workflows, and kind of do some spring cleaning and making sure that everything is up to date because. As you probably have realized over the years, as you start to use more different apps, your data kind of gets out of whack, everything gets out of sync, some things stop working, and there's probably a lot of things that could use an overhaul. So we thought it'd be fun to kind of like do a productivity spring cleaning together here. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about three ways you can revamp your productivity by doing a spring cleaning for your schedule, your workflows, and your environment. And even if it's not spring where you live right now, doing a little bit of fall cleaning for the people who live in the Southern Hemisphere is going to be just as valuable. So here are some some things that you're going to be learning today. Um, One, how to make sure your schedule, uh, how to make sure you schedule things that support your goals as much as possible. And also how to make sure your productivity workflow is optimized. And third, a way to make sure your work environment is helping you not getting in your way. Uh, Next episode, we're going to be talking about one of the most productive people that we know is actually a Productivity Academy member. Her name is Alice Ferris from Goldbusters Consulting. And uh, we're going to walk through some of the workflows that she has, what it takes to be one of the best fundraisers in the world, and uh, dive deeper into how she gets stuff done. So that's an episode that's coming up next week. But uh, before we kick it off, we always like to start off with our top three favorite resources. So uh, Brooks, what do we have today? All right. So tip number one, this is one for the uh, professional organizers and productivity consultants in the audience. Uh, And that is a label maker. And the one that I personally have is the Dymo Label Maker Label Manager 160 Portable Label Maker. (laughs) They really have the word label in there a lot. Uh, But basically what this is, is a device that will print out uh, labels that you can stick to files, containers, uh, anything that you want to organize. So if you're somebody who works with a lot of file folders or just wants to keep things like labeled, I use it a lot for cables. So when I have like a bunch of cables behind my computer, I know which is which. And uh, it's not something that necessarily everyone needs, but if you're somebody 
who is interested in it, you will find way more uses than you expect for a label maker. So that's number one. Number two is a book. It's called New Order, a decluttering handbook for creative folks and everyone else. Uh, And I like this book a lot. Um, Full disclosure, I'm actually mentioned in it, uh, but that's not why I'm recommending it. Uh, I'm recommending it. I like it because the author is Faye Wolf, who is a professional organizer, a productivity consultant, also a musician. And uh, I really like how she gives advice in a non-judgmental way uh, and gives really practical tips that anybody can use. So I really like the book New Order. Uh, Number three, uh, we don't usually do this, but I thought it was pretty appropriate for this particular episode. Uh, I'm going to recommend one of our resources, and it's a mini course we have called Organize Your Files. And what that is, is a short course. Uh, It's really actionable, really short, and it basically helps you get your electronic information organized and sorted. Uh, So you can go to theproductivityshow.com forward slash files to learn more about that. Uh, But we'll, of course, have links to everything that we talk about at theproductivityshow.com forward slash 398. All right, so let's go into the content for today. So we have three tips for a productive spring cleaning. And uh, Brooks, what is the first one? Yeah, so the first one is to spring clean your schedule. And a lot of the stuff we're going to be talking about today are things You know, in a perfect world, we would all be doing regularly. So maybe you wouldn't need spring cleaning for a lot of this stuff. But, you know, real life gets in the way. And it's always helpful to have something that's like an anchor that will at least get us to take some sort of action. And so when we talk about spring cleaning your schedule, it can mean a lot of things. It actually reminds me of when I worked in corporate, uh, I was a a director, uh, was my title. And so a lot of my time, you can imagine, was in the office going to meetings and those meetings would like over time take up more and more of my time and I realized that for a lot of these meetings not all of them but for a lot of them there actually wasn't any reason that I personally needed to be there for at least some of them so it was mostly like an FYI for my department uh, and I just happened to be the head of the department so I was always the default uh, person who was invited And I decided to look for the meetings that I could maybe get out of, if at all possible. So if I could get out of it, totally stop going and maybe just get the summary instead, if it was just an FYI situation. For the ones that we still needed to go, like give feedback and stuff like that, what I started to do was send some of my senior team members instead. And uh, this was a win-win. You know, I would get out of going to the meeting. Uh, But then also the team member would get more exposure to other people in the department. Uh, So it was really good for their growth as well. 80% of the time I'd walk out of these meetings annoyed. So it saved me that kind of annoyance uh, as well. So, you know, not everybody can get out of all meetings. Like I was in a position where I could get out of some of them. Uh, Maybe you're not in that position, but that's okay. Cleaning out your schedule can mean a bunch of different things. And really, you know, we talk a lot about the T framework on the podcast, time, energy, attention, the the three foundations of productivity. And this spring cleaning your schedule really, really helps with time. So some of the things you can do aside from getting out of the meetings that you can is, and we talked about this a little bit last week, actually, in TPS 397. But basically, what you want to do is look at your calendar and see how you've been spending your time. Are you doing some things you want to do less of? Have you been doing things you want to do more of? Spring cleaning your schedule isn't always about reducing the time. Sometimes it could be increasing time you're spending on valuable things. And use these insights to kind of tweak your calendar going forward. 
Um, some things you can do there, you can look ahead on your calendar for a month or two. Are there things that you maybe said yes to or events that you signed up for that now you wish you didn't? Uh, if possible, you could try to get out of them now uh, while you still can. Uh, and another thing you can do with spring cleaning is look at if you have time for rest and rejuvenation. Is there anywhere that you can schedule a break, even if it's just like a day or two, just something to kind of like get your energy back? Again, the T framework, time, energy, and attention. Is there somewhere you can, uh, opportunities for getting some of that energy back? So those are just some of the things that you can do for spring cleaning your schedule. Um, how about you, Tan? Do you do anything like this with uh, spring cleaning? Well, when it comes to overhauling your schedule like this, one thing I always like to remind people is you have much bigger wins than you realize. So, for example, if you remove a 30 minutes meeting on your calendar, you might say, oh, it's 30 minutes. That's great. But in reality, you oftentimes win way more time back because what happens before the meeting? You probably have to prep some notes. You have to look at some emails. You have to think about it. Yeah. It's taking up mental space, right? You have to maybe go through a bunch of stuff in order to figure out what to do to be ready for the meeting itself. So there's a bunch of things you have to do, which costs you time as well. And then after the meeting is done, you might have to do some follow-up. You might have to take some actions. You might have to do X, Y, and Z. And so when you remove a 30-minute meeting, oftentimes you end up winning back 45, if not an hour, uh, back on your calendar. And so one of the things I always like to tell people is if you want to have like four or five hours of extra time, if you get rid of like two hours, quote unquote, on your calendar, that's oftentimes the fastest way to get back that time. Now, the challenge obviously is, of course, we want to replace it with things that we enjoy, that we love to do. Uh, but sometimes it's also nice just to have that clear space and be like, okay, let me keep that space open and allow it for other things to spontaneously to happen. Or you just go home earlier or you have some extra time to do whatever you want to do. Not everything has to be scheduled or on your calendar. So those are some things I always want to remind people as well. All right. So that is uh, tip number one. Before we move on to tip number two here, I want to give a shout out to our TPS Plus subscribers. So in case you don't know and you're new to us, uh, we have an upgraded version of the podcast called The Productivity Show Plus. So you can go to theproductivityshow.com slash plus where you get our episodes a week earlier. They're ad-free. Plus you get some bonus content as well when you subscribe. So uh, a lot of members have subscribed and we appreciate everyone that has been a member with us thus far. And uh, if you've ever thought about supporting The Productivity Show, you want to show your support, this is the best way to do that. Uh, become a member. Just go to theproductivityshow.com slash plus and that we really appreciate your support. All right, uh, let's move on to tip number two here, uh, and that is to spring clean your workflows. So recently, as part of the Productivity Academy, which is kind of like our membership, we, uh, we did a session where we helped people clean up their phones and kind of like overhaul their phones and start deleting some apps and renewing their phones and bring it essentially back to life. Like even one client said like, wow, it feels like I have a brand new phone right now. And so after that live masterclass was done, I was like, huh, you know what? Uh, I need to eat my own dog food. I need to do this as well because I learned a lot of stuff from Brooks as he was teaching this. And so as I was going through my iPhone, I realized there's a lot of stuff in there that I hadn't processed yet. So there's an app that I use called Drafts. And if you're unfamiliar with Drafts, it's basically like a note-taking app and it works very quick and efficient. So oftentimes I use that to quickly store some ideas and thoughts and then as part of my Sunday review, I'll oftentimes have like a checklist item on there that says like, hey, 
go check out your drafts and um, process things that are in there. But the last few weeks I've been traveling and in my uh, last two times when I did my weekly review, I had to like shorten it. So there was a few steps that I skipped. And one of them happened to be where I was checking drafts. So as I was overhauling my phone, I realized there were like 18 things on there that I hadn't processed yet. So that's something I had to do. And so I'm glad I was able to do that. And I also realized, hey, you know what? If this happens more often, then something is broken about my process. So if I know it ahead of time that I'm traveling and I know that I might have to you know, shorten my weekly review and it might happen two or three times in a row, I might have to rethink, okay, maybe I should schedule it on another day so I can actually go through the whole checklist in itself instead of just truncating it every single time. And so I realized, okay, I have a few trips coming up, so it's going to be competing with when I do my weekly review as well. And so I started to schedule ahead of time and say, okay, with these trips coming up, let me make sure that uh, I schedule them on a different day so I can go through all of the steps instead of just shortcutting it. And so hadn't I kind of like sat back and thought about this, I would have been this in this cycle where I would be missing stuff. Maybe it would be important ideas, phone numbers, uh, information that I, I would otherwise have missed. And uh, when you're disorganized, I always like to say it's like a hidden tax on your time, health, and money. And so it's so easy for our systems and workflows to become bloated over time or to have systems that were kind of like, uh, they kind of work half the time. You're just kind of keeping up with them, right? So this is a good time to think about, okay, what are some of the things that need to be overhauled or that need to be fine-tuned or that you wish were just a little bit better than what they're, ha what they're doing right now? And so I want to encourage you right now to think about that and see what comes to mind right now and what can you do about that? There's just a lot going on right now and it's all a lot to process. There's a lot of emotions that are surfacing these days. Some happiness, sure, but you know, there's also sadness, stress, and the list goes on. Do your best to try to remember to take some time for yourself and make sure that you keep your mental wellness in check. Take a break with Calm. We're partnering with Calm, which is the number one mental wellness app, to give you the tools to improve the way that you feel. With Calm, you can clear your head with guided daily meditations, improve your focus with Calm's curated music tracks, and drift off to dreamland with Calm's imaginative sleep stories. And if you go to calm.com TPS, you'll get a limited time offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription, which includes hundreds of hours of programming, and new content is added every single week. So sleep more, stress less, and live better with Calm. I actually use Calm every single day I have for years and years and years and years and years. I do the daily Calm either first thing in the morning or during the day when I need a break or a reset. And if I have a little trouble sleeping, I use their sleep stories. Uh, personally, I like the ones that are about trains. I don't know why. Uh, I also like other nonfiction ones. But if you like fiction stories, uh, there's lots of those too. And they're read by some big name guests. There's always new guests coming in like Dame Mary Berry from The Baking Show or LeBron James. There's just a big list of really people with great voices for falling asleep. For listeners of the show, Calm is offering a special limited time promotion of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash TPS. So go to calm.com slash TPS for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. That's calm.com slash TPS. 
Right now, hiring is super challenging. We've done episodes on this in the past, and it's just super hard right now to get somebody qualified into your company, and it's even harder to make sure that they're the right fit. If you're hiring, you need Indeed, because Indeed is a hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. It's just such a pain to go from job site to job site, trying to find the right candidate with the right skills. You don't want to go all over the place. What you need is one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Indeed partners with you on every single step of the hiring process. You can find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Instant Match, for example, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description. This is so important. And you can invite them to apply right away. As a hiring, this really speaks to me because one of the most frustrating things was when you get an applicant that from their job experience, they look great. You know, you look at the resume, they have great job experience, your education looks good. So you get excited. You're like, yeah, this is the person. But then when you drill down on their actual skills, they fall short. You can trust Indeed as a hiring partner because they want the same thing as you for you to find quality candidates. It's not just about throwing a bunch of people at you. And even better, they make sure that this is the case because with Indeed, you only pay when you receive quality applications that meet your job's must-have requirements. So it's all about the skills and the requirements. So start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com TPS. Go to Indeed.com TPS to claim your $75 credit, Indeed.com TPS. Terms and conditions apply, and if you need to hire, you need Indeed. So it seems like every single month, it gets more and more important to have your devices more and more protected. There's viruses, there's hacks, there's phishing, there's ransomware. It just never ends. Well, one of the most old school, I mean that in a really, really good way, security names is Avast. Avast is a global leader in cybersecurity for more than 30 years and is trusted by over 435 million users. Avast empowers you with digital safety and privacy no matter who you are, where you are, or how you connect. So enjoy the opportunities that come with being connected on your terms. Keep yourself safe. Now, I said Avast is old school. I'm pretty sure it is the first virus protection that I ever used, but they're not resting on their past successes or they're not doing things the same old way, Avast has a new all-in-one solution called Avast One that helps you take control of your safety and privacy online through a range of features. So learn more about Avast One at avast.com. Now, Avast, of course, has always been known for antivirus, and Avast One still has award-winning antivirus that stops viruses and malware from harming your devices, But amongst many other features, it also has ransomware protection. It secures your personal photos, your documents, and other files from being modified, deleted, or encrypted by ransomware attacks. Avast One has both free and premium options, and I found it's really easy to use when I installed it on my Windows computer. Like I said, it didn't just do a quick virus scan. It looked for browser issues. Browsers are a big source of problems these days. Uh, And it also checked the rest of my system for other privacy or security threats. Avast prevents over 1.5 billion attacks every month. And with Avast One, you can confidently take control of your online world without worrying about viruses, 
phishing attacks, ransomware, hacking attempts, and other cyber crimes. So learn more about Avast One at Avast, A-V-A-S-T, You're so right that these things just get so bloated over time. And, you know, in a perfect world, uh, like I said earlier, in a perfect world, we would always be on top of this stuff all the time. You know, our weekly reviews would uh, would catch all this and everything would be totally smooth. And we actually did a podcast on this uh, a while ago, TPS 311, all about doing weekly reviews. Uh, So if you're finding that your weekly reviews aren't super effective, go check out that. But one of the things that you can really do when you do do this spring cleaning process is uh, there's a few things. One of them Tan mentioned already, which is spring clean your notes. So go to whatever note app you happen to use. I use I use drafts as well, uh, but there's other lots of other apps out there. Could be Evernote, could be OneNote, could be Obsidian, even like whatever it is. Chances are you have some sort of inbox and chances are there are a bunch of stuff in there that is no longer relevant. Uh, and it's a good opportunity, this productivity spring cleaning, to go through your inbox. Even if you don't touch anything else in your system, just go through your inbox, either delete them if they're no longer relevant, archive them. Or if there's something actionable in there, go and take some sort of action. Uh, In the live stream, you mentioned TPS Plus and Productivity Academy earlier. Uh, Those members can join the live stream. So Kimberly says, yes, I do need to spring clean my notes. (laughs) Yeah, I think a lot of us definitely need to. Uh, So that's something you can do in this productivity spring cleaning is to go through your notes. That's number one. See what could be turned into tasks maybe. Now's the time to do that. So that's number one. Number two, speaking of tasks, it's also a great opportunity to spring clean your to-do list. So you might just have a to-do list on paper. You might just use a checklist app like Reminders uh, on the iPhone or whatever you use as a simple checklist app. Or maybe you use something more complex like Todoist or OmniFocus or any other task manager, Microsoft To-Do. Chances are whatever you're using, there's projects in there, there's tasks in there that maybe you just kind of like keep pushing back day after day, like you have it on your schedule to do today and then you push it to the next day or push it to the next week or whatever and you just keep pushing it day after day or week after week. This is a great opportunity to go through your system and uh, be honest with yourself. Is this thing that you see there in front of you, is this really going to happen? And ask yourself, like, why hasn't it happened yet? And then, you know, you could go a couple ways with it. Maybe you're honest with yourself and you're like, you know what? This thing is a little more uh, aspirational. It's it's not going to happen. Well, A, it's not going to happen period. So let's just drop it. Let's just get it out of our life. We're never going to do it. Let's just forget about it for now. Or maybe you want to move it to like a someday maybe list. So it could be a folder, it could be a project, whatever it is. You're like, yeah, someday maybe I want to do this. I don't want to delete it necessarily, but I also don't want it cluttering up my focus of the things I'm looking at all the time. So move it to your someday maybe. And maybe you're being honest with yourself and like, yeah, I really am going to do this. So if that's the case, what is one thing that you can do tomorrow? It could be something super, super small. It could be like creating a blank Google Drive document. It could be, you know, setting up a blank file template or something like that in in Dropbox or something like that. What is like one really simple thing you can do tomorrow to get started and schedule that? Break it down, do something really, really simple, and let's actually start taking action on this stuff. 
because uh, this is something that inevitably happens whenever I do this sort of productivity sprinkling things is there's always like some project or some task that has been sitting around for a while. And then when I finally give it attention, you know, we're talking about the T framework time, energy and attention. When I finally give it that attention, the stupid thing takes like half an hour to do or even less. And I've been like holding on to it for ages. And it's really frustrating, but it's a good reminder if you take those small actions on top to keep on top of things, to keep up the momentum, you'll knock them out way faster than you expected. So uh, use this productivity spring cleaning as an opportunity to actually make that happen. All right, so that is again, tip number two is to revamp your workflows and just inspect what can you do to make them better. And uh, let's move on to tip number three here, and that is to spring clean your environment. So typically when we talk about spring cleaning, we think about cleaning our home and that kind of stuff, but in this context, it's gonna be slightly different, right, Brooks? Yeah, we're not really talking about like cleaning up your kitchen drawers or whatever. <laughs> I mean, maybe you need to do that, I don't know. But really what we're doing is we're talking specifically, and we're not even talking about clean in the sense of like, if you have a messy desk or something like that, like if that works for you, you know, we're not telling you you can't work that way. Uh, but what we're really saying is what we want to do is take a look at your environment and see if it is supporting you, distracting you or getting in your way. Like for me, for example, uh, a while ago, I bought a new monitor arm, so uh, an arm to lift my monitor off my desk. And I ordered on, on Amazon, came quickly, but then it just seemed like a big pain to actually do it. And uh, speaking of projects, I kept pushing off. So this stupid arm was on my floor for ages. So I was doing a, a productivity spring clean here in my office. And I decided to actually install it. And once I did, I was just so happy. Like my setup is so much better. I have so much more room. I, I can organize things better. And I wish I didn't wait, but hey, you know, <laughs> uh, now that it's done, uh, I'm really happy. And I bet if you look around your work environment, I bet there's opportunities for you to take some sort of spring cleaning action to make your workspace better. We had author James Clear on the podcast way back in TPS 217. He wrote a book, I'm sure everybody listening to this knows, but just in case, it's called Atomic Habits. And one thing that I captured from that that I really, really like is that he says, environment is the invisible hand that shapes human behavior. And I really believe that to be true. Your environment, however you do your work, uh, can really, really help you out. And when we say work, by the way, it could be anything. Um, it could be like where you do the things that are important to you. It could be your actual work. It could be cooking. It could be exercise. It could be a hobby. Anything that you want to do, your environment is like the surroundings. And it could be your digital environment as well. The surroundings that help you do these things. So some steps that can help you do your environment spring clean. Like I said, look around your your work environment, whatever that means to you. Is there any clutter there that you've been ignoring? Uh, go ahead and deal with it. Are there Amazon boxes or shipping boxes sitting around? Open them up and actually put these things to use that you purchased, that's number one. Maybe it's your ergonomics, so how's your desk? How's your chair? How's your setup? Is there anything that you can change to make things easier for you? Are there distractions around that maybe you can minimize somehow? Like, is there, uh, is there like a noisy fan or something like that that squeaks? <laughs> maybe you can finally do something about that. Or are there any projects around that you've been meaning to get to? So schedule some time to, again, like we talked about in tip number two, schedule some time to do like at least one thing. Maybe it's just like 
opening the boxes, like whatever it is, what's one thing that you can do to get started? Uh, how about you, Tam? What's your uh, philosophy for handling your environment? Do you keep like total pristine, clean Apple store like environment or uh, what, how do you work with that? Oh, I wish my, my dream is to have a uh, Apple store look like feel to my place at all times, but that's uh, virtually impossible and I've <laughs> kind of pretty much accepted that. And it's funny because my housekeeper always reminds me that she wants to clean my desk and I was going, no, 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 like, like there's like a lot of stuff on there, but I know where everything is. It's kind of like organized chaos as I tell her uh, because it doesn't look that great. It's kind of cluttered, but I know where everything is and it's tidy enough that it doesn't distract me, but it's clutter to other people, right? So I always like to call it organized chaos. And so I never allow her to touch my desk. Uh, and it takes me every few weeks or so to kind of spring clean my desk where it's like pristine and organized and clear. And, and it does make a difference in the sense of like how focused I can be and how I feel about sitting down and stuff. But over time, you just kind of get used to it. And uh, what always helps is if I go away for a few days, like let's say I go on a trip and I come back and I look at my desk and I go, ah, yeah, no, this, this, this needs some cleaning, like it's time. And oftentimes when you do it, it takes maybe like 10 minutes and you go, like you said, it's like, oh, like why does it only take 10 minutes? Like I should have done this a long time ago. Like why is this such a big deal in my head, right? So I always like to remind myself like, hey, it's not that big of a deal, 10 minutes, just go ahead and do it. I still don't like my housekeeper. I still like it for her not to do it because oftentimes when she arranges stuff like, it's just not in the place where I like to naturally put stuff. And so there's like certain places in my home where certain things uh, I like to be organized in a certain way. But for the most part, I would love for her to do most of the things for me uh, as much as possible. So when I said just a couple minutes ago, I said uh, an Apple Store environment, I almost said, I don't know if you could tell, I almost said a Steve Jobs environment, but there's actually this famous picture of Steve Jobs and maybe I'll try and uh, find it and put it in the show notes of his desk. and. His desk was, in, at least in this picture, we don't know the circumstance, but in this particular picture, his desk is like a mess. There's like stuff stacked all over the place. Uh, and so even the people we think of as like super creative, super like Zen minimalist, uh, even they are able to get stuff done in, in, a, in clutter. So don't feel that you have to have this like Zen atmosphere uh, for you to do your best work if it, if it works for you. Yeah, I'm uh, definitely an example of that. So uh, don't feel bad if, if you're in the same boat. However, I will say, you know, if there's one thing uh, I think I know will definitely help is by having a clear and clean desk, it will definitely make focusing a lot easier. So definitely go do that if that gives you an extra edge. So again, that is tip number three to spring clean your environment. So that brings us towards the end of the episode today. I know time goes by pretty fast and... Uh, what I always like to do is make sure that we end an episode on something that you can take action on. So what I recommend you do moving forward is look ahead at your calendar for let's let's just say the next 30 days and see is there anything that you can get out of? There's anything that you can get rid of that's on your calendar right now. Like I said earlier, if you remove a 30 minute meeting, that oftentimes means winning back an hour or so. So that's a big win. So what can you get out of on your calendar in the next 30 days. Uh, next week, again, we're going to have a special guest. Her name is Alice Ferris, which is one of our productivity clients here at AE. And we're going to be talking about her workflows and what it takes to be one of the best fundraisers in the world. So I'm really excited for you to listen to that episode. And uh, again, anything that we mentioned today will be in the show notes. So you can find them at theproductivityshow.com slash 398. 
Thanks again for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next Productive Monday.